next on BYU Sports Nation. Game day! What do you expect tonight in San Jose? Spencer Linton and Spartan! Play-by-play Justin Allegri will preview the matchup tonight. Plus, how to stay awake for a late Friday kickoff, and we update Chasing Heaps. Let's get it! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. We is live. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Friday, November 6th, Jerem Jordan alongside Jason Shepard, and it is game day. You know what? I, I, I came this close to coming in wearing eye black. I couldn't find the sticker or smear. No, I, I, I the only ones I'll wear are the ones that say John three sixteen on them. I couldn't find them, so I decided Alma, to bag the idea. Seven. <laughs> I just, I just felt like it was appropriate today. Yeah, it's game day. There's a certain energy that comes with game day that I love. Um, and BYU and San Jose will play tonight. We'll preview that matchup. As mentioned, we'll talk to Spencer Linton live from San Jose if he wakes up. We'll see about that. And then Justin Allegri, the play by play for San Jose State. So that'll be fun. Uh, plus plenty of uh, you know Twitter interaction from that. Countdown to kickoff, by the way, tonight, 10.30 Eastern time. Last night, if you missed it, and we were both on the broadcast for women's volleyball, Cozy Burnett leveraged the BYU Sports Nation karma in a way that we had not really seen. Did she go off in kills? No. She had a career high in digs? Yes. But there was a particular play that stood out where she used her head to dig a ball, <laughs> and then Alexa Gray got a kill. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, yeah. And the karma manifested itself in a way we had never seen before. I was, I was impressed by this. But it manifested itself, which yes. is the important part. Yes. Now, it doesn't always mean, you know, hey, 40 kills for the win. You know, it was different, but I liked it. Cozy Burnett, nicely done. Also, today is college football's birthday. Happy 146 birthday. years. Doesn't look a day over 90. It really doesn't. And it's quite richer than it was originally with pigskin helmets. <laughs> it's a lot better now. It really is. It's my favorite thing ever. Do you have a favorite sport more than college football? Um, I got a lot, of, a lot to tie. How about that? Ooh. Yeah. Because you're a baseball guy, too. I love baseball. Yeah. I love the NBA. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just a sports... You curling? I, uh, I don't enjoy the curling. Uh, I just, I'm sorry. Being from Kearns, I, I, it is curling. I can't get behind curling. I'm sorry. Okay. I've offended a nation, I know, but I'm sorry. We're catering mostly to Americans, I think, but whatever. Hey, here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's football game day, as mentioned. BYU at San Jose State, game nine on the season. BYU and San Jose State on CBS Sports Network. Find your neighbor that has that. Coverage begins at 10.30 Eastern on BYU TV with countdown to kickoff. The men's basketball team's second exhibition game is tomorrow night at 9.30 Eastern time against Alaska. You can check it out live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. 14th-ranked women's volleyball beat St. Mary's last night in three sets. Alexa Gray had 21 kills in the win. She was fantastic. The Cougars host Pacific tomorrow at 3 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. We are both on that one as well. We will be on the broadcast tomorrow, uh, as well as uh, Amy Gant. She will join us That's as well. That's right. Yeah, she'll be your, your, uh, your partner uh, doing the, uh, the play-by-play. I did, uh, I did games for three and a half years with her. So it was fun she's to, great. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's great. really good. Yeah, she's great. And also, 13th-ranked women's soccer will be hosting St. Mary's tomorrow at 7 Eastern on the WTV. With that in mind, rise and shout. Stop for what's trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. A November to remember. BYU is 6-2 and two on a four-game win streak, fresh off of a bye week, rested and ready to rock 
at San Jose State. The Cougars have a shot at 10 regular season wins for the first time since 2011, but it will take a perfect month, which brings us to today's Twitter question. Which is, what do you expect from BYU tonight versus San Jose State? Simple question. Maybe a not-so-simple answer. And the people have started to weigh in at Cougar Bell. 300-plus passing yards for Tanner and six-plus sacks for the defense. The okay. sack, that would be a really high number for the sacks. I know BYU had eight against Cincinnati. That was the most since 97. That would be a lot. So if they get six sacks, how many of those will be from Bronson Kafusi? Uh, I'm, I'm saying at least m- two. I'm going to say minimum half. Minimum three. Yeah, minimum three. Because that is half of six. Yes, don't see. There's a rule. I didn't never, take a math class. Never do live math on the air. It I ne- just did, I, but but, in but it, I it, sounded it, like an idiot. <laughs> rarely does it work out. Rarely does it yeah. work out. This one in from uh, Cubby Blue seventy four says, "I expect to be left very tired." Probably a a, a clue to the uh, yes. to the the late start, as Cub- we've mentioned. Cubby Blue seventy four is this Dave McCann's alternate account? <laughs> It's a serious uh, question there. No, it's not serious. Okay, so let's ask you this question. What do you expect from BYU tonight against San Jose State? Here's what I expect. I expect a 14-point-plus victory. Mm. And not only that, even if they overlook them, which maybe they will, maybe they won't. I know. Michael Elisa felt like they would yeah. on yesterday. Okay, I'm, I'm saying they can overlook San Jose State and still win by 14 points-plus. That's mm. what I expect. Mm. This should be a blowout for BYU. I understand all the stats, and we'll get into some of the stats and whatnot. I fully expect BYU to dominate this game. I really do. Okay, what else? Uh, And and we know how bad San Jose State is against the rush. They're 13th in the nation uh, against the... 13th worst, excuse me, yes. 13th worst in the nation against the rush. I expect BYU's running attack to run all over them. 200 plus? What are we talking Uh, about? I'm going to say... because that's a good knife for BYU. Yeah, I will say I'm gonna I'm gonna get real specific. Ooh. 223 yards. That's a lot. And that's, two two three. That's not gonna gel well with one of mine. Because <laughs> there's too many yards, probably. <laughs> Maybe both can happen. Yeah, let's see. Okay, so here's what I think is gonna happen. I'll see your 14 plus and raise you a 17 plus because that's what I do on this program. If you watched or listened for a while, 17 plus tonight. BYU wins by 17 plus. Okay, I I'm I'm with you. I think that BYU dominates this game. I think that BYU start a little slow, but then they'll have a, a great second and third quarter to kind of cruise to the finish. Okay, I also think this. San Jose State has a top-ranked pass defense. They ain't played nobody. And the people that they've played have been terrible. As mentioned earlier in the week, the average national rank of the pass offense is going against San Jose State, 92nd. That's, that's terrible. That's terrible, man, says Charles Barkley. BYU is going to pass the ball and pass effectively. They give up 122 a game. I see Tanner Mangum tripling that to 366 plus tonight. Wow. Which would be a new career high and new freshman passing record because I believe 365 is that number. So that, that, that's what I think. I really do. I really do. Which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. And I jumped it. I jumped it. I've been off two days. I'm rusty. San Jose State is the nation's top pass defense along 122 per game. It looks nice. It looks great, but you have to look past the numbers, Jerem. Yes. You they, have to dig deep. They haven't played. Oregon State doesn't pass the rock. Auburn passed the ball 10 times. And then New Hampshire, UNLV, there's some cruddy teams on that schedule. They can't pass the rock. BYU 
is going to be the best passing attack they've faced in a very long time. What's B- I think BYU is, what, 23rd in the country? That's why, I mean, you know, and I, I understand you never want to overlook an opponent because you, you never know what can happen. I do all the time. <laughs> okay. Almost, almost every game. That's okay. That's I fine. I overlooked Michigan like the rest of us. That's, that's, that's fine. But <laughs> even with that, unlike Michigan, I, think it's not, I don't think it's going to matter. BYU mm. is the superior team. It's basically going to be a home game. There will probably be just as many Cougar fans, if not more, than San Jose State. I mean, they're, they're, not a, they're, they're not a very good team. I understand they have a very good running back. And some of their stats we talked about look good. But when you dig deep, this just isn't a good football team. They're 4-4 four and four overall. They're 3-2 and two in the Mountain West Conference. I mean, BYU should dominate this game. And I fully expect them to. I really do. Here's what John Beck expects tonight against San Jose State. That's what I want to see. Let me turn the TV off in the third quarter because you know what? Things are rolling and you're showing me the type of team that is going to run the table in November. John Beck yesterday on BYU Sports Nation. That would be nice because this game starts so late. We've talked about Nostris Nocturnus, Latin for own the night on a Friday night. Okay, I know it's not on impressive. Yeah, I know. We bring it. Uh, It's BYU. You know, everyone knows enough language. But you look at what what BYU wants to do tonight, which is have a great first half because ain't nobody watching this on the East Coast outside of BYU fans. People are going to bed. You know what I mean? Some people will see it, but it's on CBS Sports Network. It's not an ESPN, so BYU needs to own the first half. And then there's Michael Elisa. What does he think of San Jose State's chances of upsetting the Cougars? No way, Jose. That's right. <laughs> no way, Jose. San Jose. State. No way, Jose. So now if things, if, things play, if things play out with the first half you're talking about, do we see Bo Hodge? And does that throw a monkey wrench Bo into your, Hodge. Yes, into your, your Tanner Mangum passing for 360 yards? It's a drop Friday. That's what those are called, drops. Um, yeah, that would definitely throw a wrench in that. So do we see Bo Hodge? Uh, Look into your crystal ball. Hold on. Let me, let me put it. Let me, <laughs> otherwise, so does the Blue Goggles. Oh, BYU wins 50 to 12. 12 is a weird number, but that's what it is. The last time BYU went to San if they Jose. they win 50 to 12 tonight, I am going to fall off my couch. Brace yourself. <laughs> what do you expect from BYU tonight versus San Jose State? Let's get to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Hersh- Hershibar, a big width. Huh? A, I, don't, I don't understand the big width. Lots of points and lots of yards. Complete domination on both sides of the ball. I don't understand the fir- a big width. A big width. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what it could be. A bit, but it's not a big whiff. Is it maybe whipping? At Hershibar, send it in again, okay? <laughs> At CPA underscore Coug. Coug Nation, Cougar Nation takes over San Jose State Stadium and rolls their football team, wailing and gnashing of teeth ensues. There's not enough wailing and gnashing of teeth references anymore. And in modern days, you know, I, I think we need to get back to a wailing and gnashing of teeth kind of, you know, generation. Um, but BYU, yeah, they're certainly going to, I think BYU fans expect to take over that stadium tonight. There's a minor league ballpark nearby. There's, uh, I, be, I believe the Cougar Club and or BYU alumni host, uh, you know, tailgating and party over there. I was told by our senior coordinating producer, Michael Miner, that it is one of the best pregame festivities He's seen across the entire country. So the fans in the Bay Area bring it, dude. Really? Really? Yeah. You surprised by that? Yeah, I'm surprised by that. I, I wouldn't have thought that. Spencer Linton is going to speak to those people tonight. I hope he took some blue goggles, man, because those people need it. Hey, coming up, you may have heard him on MLB The Show 15. Yes, he's the voice of Spartan football, Justin Allegri. He's coming up next on BYU Sports Nation.
BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We're simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Conversation continues on Twitter right now. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation and use the hashtag BYUSN. The BYU men's basketball team's back in action tomorrow night as they wrap up exhibition play at the Marriott Center against Alaska. Not the entire state of Alaska. No, the entire the, state. The, the, just the team. Yeah, the entire state. Uh, University of Alaska. Uh, Tip-off will be at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV. Yeah, BYU represents, you know, a, a church. Alaska represents the entire state. That's just how it is. Twitter question today, what do you expect from BYU tonight versus San Jose State, which is also not a state, like Boise State, but you get it. At haste underscore the chase. Devon Blackman going to finally get that TD. Tonight is the night. Now that's something to watch. Will Remington Peck have a few catches tonight because he's the tight end now. I, I am fully expecting Remington Peck to find the end zone tonight. I think it's going to happen. Fully expecting. Fully expecting. You, why'd you save that to the second segment? Well, because I, I'm pacing myself. <laughs> because we only so had you can two. can fall off the couch later. So I can yeah. fall off the couch. Or yeah. apparently, like somebody on Twitter, we don't fall off couches. We yeah. shave heads on this show. <laughs> At Laser Sheep. Trying to <laughs> introduce you to the wagers involved yeah. in this. Yeah. So people expect if, if they... BYU wins 50-12 to 12, that I'm going to shave my head. It's not happening. I will fall off my couch yeah. instead. Yeah. Don't say such foolish uh, stuff on this program. Now joining us, Justin Allegri, the San Jose State radio play-by-play on the Deseret First Credit Union. Justin, how's it going? Uh, yourself. Great. We're doing great today. Now, we have to start with this. We, we, uh, we read on your Twitter bio that you're an MLB The Show. You're the radio show on that. How'd that come about? Uh, a little bit of luck, a little bit of timing, um, but yeah, so uh, PlayStation, who produces that game, I have a connection down there, and we went through a process of about 80 different applicants and kept narrowing it down, narrowing it down, narrowing it down, and was fortunate enough to be chosen for it. So uh, this year will be my second year on the game. We're actually doing some of the recording here in the coming weeks, and uh, I'll be on for this year's game and then the following as well. So at least three years on there, which is a pretty big deal for me, and I'm, I'm very fortunate to be on that game. If you guys play it, it's a real fun game. So I played it growing up. Of course, now that I'm on it, it's uh, even more meaningful to me. So now when people find out that you, you're doing this, I want to know how many people ask if you can get them a free copy of the game. A lot. A <laughs> lot. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, everybody comes out of the woodwork, hey, uh, so did you get that, that, that copy of the game for me? <laughs> They probably just expect uh, no. you to have a bunch in, like, the trunk of your car. Right, right. Just, just whip them out and throw them at them, sign them for them if they want, right? You can rent it for $2 at Redbox. Just saying. You know, that's, that's an easy remedy. So with this San Jose State team, eight games in so far, four and four. Uh, some interesting numbers, interesting uh, storylines in this game. But where do, you, where do you think San Jose State's at right now at four and four? You know, it's been an inconsistent team this year, and it really was uh, out of the onset of the season because the Spartans couldn't really figure out who they wanted to start at quarterback because there are two really different style of quarterbacks that they run with. Joe Gray, more of a pocket passer, has a better arm, and Kenny Potter is more of the read option type of quarterback that can run the ball. And so the first couple of games of the season, they were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. They finally landed on Kenny Potter, against Oregon State, and then he got injured. So it was back into the mix of going to Joe Gray, and then Kenny Potter came back. So I think now we're starting to see, even though we're eight games in, that the Spartans are getting a little more consistency out of the quarterback position. It's odd to say more than halfway through the season, uh, but because of what what happened in the beginning of the year, uh, they're getting a little more consistency out of, out of the, the quarterback position, which helps the offense and alleviates some of the stress 
off of Tyler Irvin, who has really carried a lot of the workload on the offensive side. So I think this Spartans team at 4-4 four and four is really starting to turn the corner in terms of offense. Uh, and it's a nice time for them to do so because, you know, you have the stretch run and this being a non-conference game, but the next three that the Spartans have are very meaningful Mountain West games. So I, I do think they're going the right way in the offense. Um, and four and four, yeah, but it, it's just been inconsistent throughout the first part of the year. You mentioned Tyler Irvin and just how good he has been for, for this offense. You can look at the stats and see the numbers he's putting up, but I'll ask you, what makes him such a good back? If you ask him, he says he's the most humble player, one of the most humble players I've ever met. And he'll say, well, the offensive line is opening up holes and I'm just hitting them. And to, to a degree, yes, that's true. But Tyler has the ability to go to full speed, which is a very, very quick pace in the span of maybe two steps. He'll be gone. And so if he can beat that first level of defense, he's into the secondary and you're talking about a 10-yard run. So he does that so effectively, finds a small window. He's a small back but he can take the hits, and if he has a small window, he can fit right through it, and, and he's off to the races. So I think his effectiveness comes from the, the little gaps that he can run through and the speed in which he gets to full, full, full speed. It's just a couple of strides, and he's gone. So, uh, but, but, again, it's, it's a lot has to do with the offensive line, and he'll tell you the same thing. Also a dynamic kick returner. Yeah, watch for Tyler Irvin tonight in the game. On his bio, Justin, it says that he is a barber and has 10 to 15 clients. So is he a, <laughs> is he a better barber or running back, and would you trust him to cut your hair? I would trust him to cut my hair, although I don't know if I would look as good with power fade on top. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure about that. Uh, no, but but he's, uh, he's actually gone pretty, pretty hard into the barber. It, it, he's got... A, a legit barber's chair. Uh, he, he the pole and everything that the, spins. Well, I don't know about I don't know about the spinning pole. Okay, I don't think I've seen that outside of his apartment. I haven't been there, but you know he very well could. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but he, he does most of the haircuts for the team huh. and some of the coaches. So some um, of the coaches. Think, there yeah, has I to be trust there. If he's if the coaches are letting him cut the hair, he's got to be right. pretty good then. Well, he he is. He's very good, and he and he'll he'll work with the players, and and you can tell a Tyler Irvin haircut when you see one. Um, I, I may not be able to describe it, but you you can tell when somebody's had their haircut by Tyler, and I think it's more therapeutic for him to be honest. He just likes he's a people person. He likes talking with people. He likes hanging out, and I, and I really do think it's more of a therapeutic type thing for him. And and he's one of the quiet leaders of the team, not just in the statistical categories, but. He is a leader on this team, and he may not be as vocal, but everybody trusts him. Everybody looks up to him. And so I think, you know, outside of the haircutting, there's a lot to be said about what he does for the players on this team. Justin, let's switch to the other side of the football and talk about the, uh, the Spartan defense. We know how good they are against the pass. Um, I- I'll ask you, though, how legit is that ranking and the numbers they're putting up or, or, or not allowing to be put up, um, knowing that they really haven't played the upper echelon types of offenses. Right, and I think that is something that we'll see tonight. How truly good is this Spartan secondary? Because you're right, the last, last year the Spartan secondary was very, very good, but teams are running all over San Jose State's defense. This year, a little bit of the same. It's been a better rush defense. The Spartans have played three triple option teams, so you imagine that those numbers are going to be skewed as it is. Uh, but when teams do throw against the Spartan secondary, they have not had success. Now, 
this BYU team that's coming in is more of a passing team than anybody the Spartans have seen this year. So it'll be a true test for the San Jose State defense. And and my, my thinking is that the Spartans will have a good game, but I do think that a spread team like this with, with big, tall, wide receivers and an accurate quarterback will get some more yardage against the Spartans' defense tonight. Justin Allegri is the San Jose State play-by-play. He's on BYU Sports Nation. What, in your opinion, does San Jose State do better than BYU? I, I, I think it's the, the defensive side and the secondary, honestly. That, that, that is their, their strength. And, and the Spartans know that if they can get turnovers off of their secondary, they'll have a chance in any game. And so my thinking is with, with the team, the way that BYU is rolling right now, the Spartans need to get a couple of turnovers and win the turnover battle in this game. And that's how they're going to stay in it because we know the potency of the offense of the Cougars. Now, and I mentioned how, how good of a passing team they are. They also had 18 rushing touchdowns this year, I think scored by seven different players. So they can also run the football, and, and we may see a little bit more of that just to try and exploit the Spartans' run defense. But I do think the Spartans' strength is their, their secondary and also their playmakers on the offensive side. Now, we will not see Tyler Winston. It was a... Mountain West freshman of the year a couple of years ago. He's out with an injury for the rest of the year that she sustained in the last game the Spartans played. But there are a lot of really good one-on-one playmakers for this team. We talked about Irvin, but uh, Billy Freeman, the tight end, is really good in the open field one-on-one. So I think there are some elements to this game which which do favor the Spartans. When you look at the the fan base for the Spartans, how, how are they handling this right now I, I know I've, I've seen some stats that you know attendance is has not been great I know I, I'm pretty sure we expect a, a lot of Cougar fans to show up tonight uh, for the game in person how's the fan base reacting to this team right now it's it's it, 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 they're kind of reacting the way the team is playing and our fan base throughout the time I've been here has always been up and down if the team's winning there's a lot of fans in the stands if they're not winning we're not seeing very much. And it was evident after the San Diego State loss, which was a very bad loss. Spartans probably played their worst game of the year against San Diego State in front of one of the better crowds of the year because San Jose State had just come off of a win uh, in overtime on the road at UNLV. And then the Spartan fans see the loss at San Diego State, and we had one of our worst crowds the next game against New Mexico. So it's up and down. We do have some faithful fans that will be out there. Uh, my concern is the 8:30 kick, which I know you guys are probably loving too. Uh, is that some of the smart fans, you know, may, may just stay for the first half and then say, "Hey, it's too late. I'll go watch a game on TV for the rest of the night," uh, because it will be a late game for a lot of our fans. Justin, uh, BYU is entering the Mountain West Conference portion of the schedule. They're going to play three Mountain West teams in November. Who, in your opinion, is the best team in the Mountain West Conference right now? I, I look at uh, well, I looked at Boise State and said, "Hey, they're they're probably the team everybody needs to beat." But then they just got obliterated by Utah State, and yeah. um, I think they're they're on a roll right now, even though they've had their issues at the quarterback position with injuries and whatnot. But out of out of the Mountain Division, I think they're the favorite as it is now, just because they did what they did against Boise State. So I think they're probably the leader um, at this point. And out of the West Division, San Diego State's playing the best football right now. They're on a roll. Uh, they're 5-0 and in the conference. They have a, a running back in Donnell Pumphrey that really, really does a nice job. And he's kind of like Tyler Irvin and taking a, a bulk of the load. But um, those are the two division leaders, at least. But I do think the Utah State's probably the team to beat at this point. And, and Boise State's a very good football team, too. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think just because Utah State handled them so easily, they're the, they're the leaders. So for San Jose State to pull off the upset tonight against the Cougars, what has to happen? 
plus two in the, uh, the, the turnovers. Spartans have to be plus two at least. And I think that's going to be the key. You, you, you can't give uh, a BYU team too many options on the offensive side. Spartans need to turn them over and, and get the ball on their side in order to, to keep pace with a, with a high-potent offense like BYU has. So I think plus two in the turnover category needs to happen. Justin, great stuff. Uh, good luck on the call tonight, and we appreciate the time. Hey, thank you very much, guys. Justin Allegri on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Interesting comments there relative to turnover margin. Uh, when you're an underdog, yeah, you really need to win that. And for BYU on the road, I think they, they need to be either even or positive you know, to really get where they want to go. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is amazing just how much turnovers, you know, play into. I mean, in Bronco, and every coach talks about it. They talk about just how important those turnovers are. If you if you can be positive in the turnover battle, you're going to win a lot of football games. And then you look at uh, BYU hoping to put up a bunch of points in this one, and uh, Tanner Mangum and Rust off the bye and rested. And there's a lot going on with this game tonight. Get a nap. Coming up, we'll tell you how to stay awake during tonight's late start. Plus, Spencer Linton just woke up and joins us live from San Jose. We'll talk to Spencer coming up. Welcome back. Jerem Jordan, Jason Shepard, and Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. All right, listen up, friends. Here's your chance to spend a hoops game day with the BYU Sports Nation crew. You will get to come in studio. You'll be able to watch the show live. And this is, this is the big part, in my opinion. You have lunch with Spencer and Jerem? Man, it's going to be amazing. Wow. I may sneak into this. I'm just saying. We'll see what we have at the dollar menu at McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Not only do you get the lunch, you get to hang out with the guys. It'll be nice. As they prepare for a BYU hoops game. Here's what you need to do. All you need to do is create a sign that includes a BYU Sports Nation mention. Take a picture of you and your sign to a BYU hoops game. Post it on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN for your chance to win. Get now, her done. Yeah, there's Alaska Saturday. There's you know UVU the next week. I believe it's uh, through those two games. So if you're at home, you can make a sign and do this as well. This isn't, you know, at, if you're not in Provo, uh, we'll figure out, you know, when we could have lunch or whatever. But Have you decided where you're taking them to lunch? I don't know. I, I was just, I found out that I was having lunch with this person when it was, when it was red. So I was like, oh, great, free lunch, you know. You I'm crashing out with, this. I'm, I'm just going to like. You, for people, Michael, Elisa, <laughs> Brian, Brian Logan, Logan, everyone should come, yeah. People will be taking pictures and like in the background, in one of the booths in the corner, you'll see me just like. Trying to get in on the shot? Yeah. It'll be oh, awkward. Oh, there's Shep. It'll yeah. be awkward. No, yeah, you can come. Absolutely. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's football game day. BYU at San Jose State tonight on CBS Sports Network. Coverage begins at 1030 Eastern on BYU TV with countdown to kickoff. The men's basketball team is, uh, has their second, ex- second and final exhibition game tomorrow night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time against Alaska. You can check out the game live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. 14th-ranked women's volleyball beat St. Mary's last night in three. Alexa Gray had 21 kills in the win. BYU hosts Pacific tomorrow, 3 Eastern, BYU TV and BYU Radio. And 13th-ranked women's soccer will be hosting St. Mary's tomorrow at 7 Eastern on the WTV. Spencer Linton is now joining us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Spencer... Did you get to sleep in? I know you had a baby last week. You got some uninterrupted sleep, hopefully. How was your morning? Amazing. Six hours. Feels like an eternity <laughs> after the last week. So, yeah, I'm good, man. Stretch got those that. blinds pulled shut. Yeah. Feeling great. Stretch that to 9 or 10. You know, what's, what else are you doing before you go to the stadium today? 
Let's see. I don't know. Alan Seawright, the director of uh, Inside BYU Football, or the producer, I should say, of Inside BYU Football, asked me if I wanted to go see the new James Bond movie, so we might do that. Matinee? Yeah, yeah matinee special in San Jose. Yeah, no we way, have... San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> we actually discussed devoting an entire segment to the possibility of, of giving away spoilers to the new uh, James Bond movie. We figured wow. that probably wouldn't wouldn't be very good though in terms of the ratings. Was no, it was quick. Yeah, I was going to say I don't think Jeremy Jordan, the movie buff, would allow something like that. The movie buff. Yeah, we were thinking about a production meeting before the uh, the pregame show tonight. But uh, give us a sense of what uh, the, what the vibes like right now in San Jose as BYU in uh, San Jose play tonight. Relaxed. Uh, when I, as soon as I walked into the hotel, saw a bunch of the players, Trey Dye, Nick Kurz, talked to T. John Caroma and Riker Matthews, and and they feel relaxed, uh, I, which I think is natural after the bye week and uh, having a bit of a break. But I but while it's relaxed, I don't get the sense that they're overlooking the San Jose State team. And we talked yesterday on BYU Sports Nation about is this a trap game, which I absolutely think it is not. 100% do not think this is a trap game. Uh, so relaxed, but, but confident moving forward and excited to play again on a Friday night after what feels like a the forever layoff. Playing off that in, in, in terms of being a trap game and, and not overlooking them, does it even matter if they do? Because I'm not sure it does. I still think BYU wins by at least two touchdowns, even if they do. Yeah, I, I think that Bronco Mendenhall does a really good job of reminding his players of what happens if they do overlook an opponent. He's been doing this long enough that, that he gets it in their minds like, look, this is Division One football. There's not an easy win. This is not an, there will never be an easy game. And so I don't know how much Wagner players – buy into that. Yeah, Wagner was easy, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> but they looked sharp, and that was a credit to Bronco and yeah. the staff. BYU came out and looked very sharp against a terrible team, so I just I don't think that with Tanner Mangum as the quarterback, the way that he plays the game, the way that he approaches it in that offense, they want to score a lot of points, they want to look good. I just, I just don't see them not looking sharp tonight. So Jason, yes, if BYU played a mediocre game, they could still win by two touchdowns, but I, I don't think it's going to be that way. I think BYU is going to look very sharp tonight, and they're going to score a ton of points. Our Twitter question today is, what do you expect from BYU tonight versus San Jose State? 50-plus points. Ooh. I jokingly called for a 50-12 to 12 blue goggled score. <laughs> so you said, then, well, then you said 50. Yeah, you guys are I'm on the right, same page. I'm right in We're line. I'm right in line with that, right? Yeah, that's perfect. What else do you expect? I expect BYU... First of all, I expect Tanner Mangum to be very efficient throwing the ball. I know San Jose State's pass defense is number one in the country according to yards allowed per game, but I mean, this is a team that hasn't faced anybody that can throw the ball consistently. Wait, what do you mean? New Hampshire, Air Force, Oregon State, Fresno State, <laughs> Auburn, UNLV, San Diego State, New Mexico. Those sound like powers to me. Oh, man, Auburn ranked 93rd out of 128, threw the ball <laughs> 10 times against San Jose State. We threw for more than that in an intramural flag football game earlier this week. Listen, I ate, I ate dinner with Christian Stewart last night, and we were joking about that. I and remember I said, him. You threw, you threw 10 passes on a single drive before, <laughs> let alone in an entire game. BYU's going to throw the ball a lot more. And the funny thing is, they might not have to, because San Jose State's rush defense is 115th in the country. The, the only way BYU doesn't go crazy through the air is if, if 
Francis Bernard and Algie Brown and Adam Heaney get going on the ground and they don't have to throw the ball. I just I think this BYU offense is primed and ready to, to score a ton of points. How quickly do you test that that pass defense? Do you start out, if you're Robert and I, do you start out running the ball just to see what you can get and how many yards per carry you can get, or do you come out throwing? I come out throwing. Let's test that defense. Let's see how that number one ranked pass defense really performs early, because you can always go to the run. He can, he knows that he has the ability with that offensive line. They will wear down San Jose State as the game progresses, and that run game will get established, just like we saw it do against a good Boise State front. Finally, they wore down in the fourth quarter, and and we've seen that in a few other games as well. So I think why not? Let's, let's get the quarterback going. Let's get some confidence. Let's, let's have him make a few short throws, see what Tanner Mangum can do against San Jose State, and then really start to attack over the top. Spencer Linton just woke up. He's now joining us on BYU Sports Nation. Let's talk about Tyler Irvin. Uh, I think that Paul Perkins is the best running back that BYU's faced this season, but in terms of production for his team, Irvin is the best that BYU will face uh, this season. What do you, how do you think that BYU handles Irvin tonight? I think that Facing Paul Perkins is beneficial to BYU, and I asked Bronco Mendenhall about that as well. And certainly he said our preparation in this game, uh, we, we watched UCLA and, and Paul Perkins and, and what he did. And so I think BYU is up for the challenge. The only legitimate rush defense Tyler Irvin has faced was San Diego State. And San Diego State has a good rush defense. Uh, it's top 15 in the country. BYU is number 40 right now. But they held Irvin to 22 yards rushing on 17 carries. So I think that with Bronco Mendenhall, and guess who the coach of San Diego State is? It's Rocky Long, one of Bronco Mendenhall's mentors. I think BYU and Bronco Mendenhall will be ready for whatever Tyler Irvin brings to the table. I don't see any way he rushes for over 100 yards against BYU just because of the discipline they have up front. One of the things I'm interested to see in this game, we've heard this week that BYU's added some wrinkles to the offense. I want to know what those wrinkles are. And now, I think a lot of that, I don't know if you necessarily need the wrinkles or you want to show your hand against San Jose State. Maybe it's probably more for Missouri and Utah State down the road. But when you hear that they're adding some wrinkles, what, what do you think that means? What do you expect? I expect BYU to put some more flash in that pass game. Going back to what I I said earlier, I I think that they will try some big plays early in this game to really show San Jose State that that they came to play and that they want to score a ton of points. So maybe I don't know if we're going to see like a double reverse or – uh, flea flicker, maybe something like that, just to mix it up, just to to try some new things. But I, I expect some big plays over the top passes. And Jason, you make a good point. This is a great way to work out some of those kinks of those wrinkles as you prepare for Missouri. So why not do it after the bye week, throw it out there, see if it works. And then if something lands or sticks, you can use it further on down the road in November. Hey, first of all, I am always in favor of a flea flicker. I think you should have at least one flea flicker a game, but I'm still holding out Flick hope away. For, for like a halfback pass, like, like Riley Burt touchdown pass to Tanner Mangum. Who else can didn't, throw is the real Mitchell question. Jurgens, didn't Mitchell Jurgens throw a pass in the Boise State game, and I'm glad it was, it was, it was almost intercepted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, who else can throw is the real question. And Mitchell Jurgens has been a little quiet since that shoulder sprain. Um, but, okay, over under one and a half catches for Remington Peck as a tight end tonight. Under. Mm. I think Remington is because BYU will try and establish the run and they're going to throw the ball long to that talented group of wide receivers. No, it's not necessary 
Maybe, though. I'd love to see him get a catch, but I just don't – no way he gets more than one catch. Maybe maybe a Remington Peck, Peck touchdown is the new wrinkle. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Maybe that's the wrinkle. Well, Remington told us uh, two weeks ago on the show that he was supposed to be targeted several times. Yeah. But someone, and he didn't want to name names, and then he said, Bo, didn't throw the ball to him. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see if that's thrown in tonight. Yeah, uh, maybe the wrinkle is the tight end. Who knows? Yeah. Defensively, uh, why wouldn't BYU stack the box against Tyler Urban? That's a great question. I, I, I don't know. Like, put eight guys in the box. BYU never want. does that. They never do it. <laughs> but I, I, in all seriousness, yeah, six or seven guys in the box for the entire game. I think the inside linebackers are licking their chops to face another guy like uh, Tyler Irvin because of what happened against Paul Perkins. The challenge has been issued. I guarantee Bronco Mendenhall and Steve Kafusi in, in those defensive meetings were like, hey, remember what happened against UCLA? Better not let that happen again. The challenge has been issued against a really good running back. Put a ton of guys in the box. Has San Jose State shown the ability to throw the ball over the top in man-to-man coverage? No. No way, San so, Jose. <laughs> so why not? Why? Challenge them. Let them try. Let them try. If it happens once or twice, okay, then make adjustments. But I stack the box. That's their offense right there is the running back. What else can you tell us about your interview with uh, you know, Bronco Mendenhall and a couple of players from, uh, from Wednesday? First of all, Bronco Mendenhall spent the bye week being sick. I didn't know that. So I asked him, hey, how'd you, how'd you benefit from the bye week? And he's like, I was homesick. So I said, oh, okay, well, what else did you do? And he's like, not much. I was just homesick. Uh, but he, he did say after he told that story that he's excited, he's excited to get back out on the field and play and the unique challenge of playing a late game. He said that he hopes that he can survive the game without any uh, artificial supplements of any sort because it is so late. Um, but he said that he might come to me, the green room snack guy, in the second quarter if, uh, if he's fading <laughs> off. So there, there's that. The second thing is he talked about the mentality and the consistency of this team and that he likes how they approach each game kind of the same way. And he, he referenced that, that it was unique in, in the teams that he's coached that, that this team kind of just seems to get in the same groove and be really consistent as they approach games, whereas last year it was kind of all over the map with the mentality and the emotion. But he said that the team has been very even keel this year, and that makes him feel a lot of confidence. Okay, great stuff. Uh, we'll see you tonight on Countdown to Kickoff. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I know you're going to talk to, is it BYU alumni or the Cougar Club tonight? Yeah, yeah, headed out to talk to the BYU alumni. Oh, by the way, Jeremy, I have to tell you, yeah. Kurt Henderson came up to me in the lobby yesterday, <laughs> and he said, hey, I just heard something on the volleyball game. Like, did everything go okay with your flight? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yeah, why? And he said, I heard Jer- J- J- uh, Tanner Mangum and I were watching the volleyball match, and I heard Jerem say that you missed your flight. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I told everybody. He embellished. <laughs> and, of, and, of course, Tanner Mangum would be watching the volleyball match. There's someone of interest there oh, as well. Isn't there? BYU Sports Nation TMZ, Is, what's isn't up? There? Yeah, we don't tell all the secrets. Spencer, good stuff. Have fun tonight in San Jose. We'll see you on BYU TV tonight. All right, thanks, guys. My favorite part about that interview was the uh, the full screen graphic on BYU TV. Uh, one of the bullet points was that Spencer projects men's basketball as single digit <laughs> tournament seed. 
It's out there. <laughs> That's his it's thing, It's out man. there now. He's it's... unwilling to, you know, put shave the head on the line. I get it. You know, you don't want to root against BYU. But Our Twitter question, what do you expect from BYU tonight against San Jose State? Keep the tweets coming. Use the hashtag BYUSN+. Plus. How to stay awake tonight. Send in your remedies for everyone else to possibly use. We'll tell you ours. Plus, we update Chasing Heaps. It's coming up. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jerome and Shep live from Studio B. Remember, if you ever miss an episode live of BYUSN, catch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern. And don't miss Countdown to kickoff tonight at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV. So late. Stay up with us, please. We're begging you. Spencer Linton will be live. We just talked with Spencer, obviously. He's live in San Jose. David Nixon, Brian Logan, and the guys will be in studio so we get you ready for the big showdown between the Cougars and the Spartans. Our Twitter question today, what do you expect from BYU tonight versus San Jose State at Mr. Cougar? BYU has hashtag BYU sent lots of dozing off, 47 to 10 BYU. Now, him dozing off or the players, the players the fans. Just dozing off? Yeah. Someone go eating a hot dog in yeah. like the third quarter? <laughs> Someone taking Cougar Tails to Spartan <laughs> Stadium? I don't know, you know? Which brings us to this. So, late start, 11.30 Eastern time is the kickoff. Whoa, right? Uh, so, how do you stay awake for a game like this tonight or... How do you stay awake in the second half, right? So here are just a couple of remedies from us. And I, I would like to hear, uh, we would like to hear from you, uh, BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. How are you going to be able to stay up through legal means? Okay? We don't need to know the illegal ones. We don't care. Okay? How to stay awake tonight. Here's, here's a couple of ideas. Kainakua's Mountain Dew. I think that's the first one. A la the Cincinnati... Uh, receiver, yeah, that mentioned Mountain Dew. That said that he's never tasted a Mountain Dew. Yeah. Clearly, that's not the Clearly case. Clearly, he has had the variations of Mountain Dew. Well, and, and uh, Kelly Papinga went to, took to Twitter to dispel that myth. Who showed us? Probably Absolutely. went to Costco and got a twenty-four pack. They're super cheap there. That's what I do. That's one way. Okay, other stuff. Michael Jordan's secret stuff from Space Jam. That will probably work. Okay, <laughs> Taylor Sanders' grandma juice. Now, that, that, now, that's now you're going to have to explain sugar. the grandma juice to me. Okay, so g- grandma juice, uh, Taylor Sanders' grandma mm-hmm. made juice. Sounds pretty simple, right? Yes. It was the most uh, sugar-filled <laughs> drink I've ever tasted <laughs> in my life, and it was delicious. It was like, uh, you know, tang to the, to the ninth power. It sounds like it may be one of those things that was discovered by accident. In a and secret then it had, lab And then it had, like, Austria. mystical powers. <laughs> yes, and it did, because both of them can jump really high, Okay. Um, so there's Taylor Sanders' grandma juice. A good old-fashioned nap. I will be taking uh, said nap this afternoon in the green room at BYU Broadcasting. So please don't come in and interrupt me. At what point does a nap become you just went to sleep? Well, our, our crew calls it three. <laughs> so I'll probably take it from two to whenever I wake up. So, so, so like a four-hour nap, could you still call that a nap? Yeah, when, yeah what, like, what when does a nap become yeah, sleep? Because you, you have naps and you have power naps. Power naps, power naps are, are under shorter. 30 minutes. Yes. So 30 is a lot to me, though. So you, power nap's probably 20, maybe? Yeah. 20, like a good 15 yeah. to 20-minute power nap. It takes me five minutes to fall asleep, you know? I'm thinking if you're sleeping more than two hours, it's not a nap. You've, you've gone to yeah, sleep again. Yeah, Sunday afternoons. Forget about it. Um, and then here's another way to stay awake. Only tweet GIFs. Or, or gifts. gifts in the second half uh, 
as you watch the game. That could keep you away. So, so no written word. Correct. Simply just, just the gif. Just the gif. And since I literally, about 90 minutes ago, finally figured out how to tweet it without having to put the link in, where it's just the gif itself, <laughs> that is exactly what I will be doing in the second half. Okay, that's, that's awesome. I'm excited that you've joined 2015. <laughs> um, let's talk about some of the remedies that are coming in from people. At JNailsZ21. Lots of Dr. Pepper since it's not a home game. Yeah, that, yeah that's, the, that's the good stuff, and it's not going to be found in the Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I once drank a six-pack of Dr. Pepper. and In, in one sitting? In, in one, in one in probably a matter of 45 minutes. Okay. And the, the hashtag BYU crazy stories. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I did not go to sleep for about 36 hours. Seriously? Seriously. It had that we, effect we, on we, you. Wow. We were having a wow. sleep. I was having a sleep over at a friend's house in like the camper. So this was like three years ago. No, this was not three years ago. This was <laughs> this was like 22 years ago. <laughs> Me and my buddies. <laughs> just, just having a sleep over in the camper. Yeah, we were playing MLB The Show. <laughs> Justin Allegra. He got us a free copy of it. it. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Okay, here's some others. At CPA uh, underscore Cook. Got to sneak in a 5.30 p.m. power nap. That's right. At Cicero. Plenty of non-BYU-approved caffeinated drinks. That's right. After, at Evil Devil Doll. Who needs anything other than a BYU football game to stay awake? This guy. Because I woke up at 6.30. But that's a good fan. That's a good yeah, fan yeah, saying that the yeah. Cougars are enough to keep him awake. Yeah. And here's another thing to keep you awake. It's stat-watching as Tanner Mangum is chasing heaps. On his way to breaking BYU freshman passing records, Tanner Mangum is... Chasing East. The countdown you didn't know you needed. Two TD passes to pass Jake. 139 pass attempts. 64 completions. That might happen tonight. Who knows? Passing yards, 412. Not really. And two wins. Okay? These are not to tie. These are to pass his Jakeness. Okay? For freshman <laughs> his QB records. Yes. His Jakeness. Okay? That's what he needs tonight. So he can watch the game, the contest, the match. And watch for these things tonight. See, when I see these, uh-huh. and we know how great Tanner is, and and, and how great he's he will crush he's this. he's going to become. This is a it joke. Does, it it does make me think back. I don't know if if, and I know I know a lot of fans have soured on Jake Heaps. Totally get it. But he was pretty good as a freshman. Ooh, we don't have time for this. He was pretty good. He handed the ball off a lot to JJ <laughs> DeLuigi and Brian Correa. I'm just saying, let's give him credit for his freshman season. Well, heck no. Jason, we don't have time for this. <laughs> Did I strike a nerve? <laughs> this is a trending topic. This is, it really is. What do you expect from BYU tonight versus San Jose State at Twiggerstone? Some passes, some runs, and a tackle or two. Johnny gets no use out of his pads again. Hashtag punters are people too. I can't wait for the tweet afterwards. <laughs> Debatable, right? Coming up, the Cougar whip around in today's rise and shout. Jake did have he did have a solid freshman, not yeah. regular season, freshman season. Nobody That's what cares. I said. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Look at freshman season. Yeah. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. It's game day. BYU on the road at San Jose State tonight on CBS Sports Network. Coverage, however, though, begins at 10.30 Eastern time on BYU TV with countdown to kickoff. Men's basketball. Men's basketball team's second exhibition is tomorrow night, 9.30 Eastern, against Alaska, the entire state, Bears and everything, (laughs) live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Volleyball. 
14th ranked women's volleyball beat St. Mary's last night in three. Alexa Gray had 21 kills in the victory. The Cougars will be back in action tomorrow, hosting Pacific at 3 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Soccer. 13th ranked women's soccer hosts St. Mary's tomorrow at 7 Eastern on the W.TV. Women's basketball. The BYU women's basketball team defeated Fort Lewis College last night, 77-67. Mackenzie Morris and Pulsifer scored a game-high 17 points. She was also 10 for 10 from the charity stripe. Swimming and diving. Both the men and women's teams are set to host two home meets this weekend. Today against UNLV, tomorrow in a double dual meet against UC Davis in Colorado Mesa at the Richards Building Pool. Cross country. BYU men's cross country. Aaron Fletcher received WCC's Runner of the Month for the month of October. He'll be back in action on November 13th at the NCAA Mountain Region Championship. Cougars in the NFL. Fletcher has been on the program. Wani Unga and the Giants will play against the Bucks this Sunday while the rest of the Cougars, Ezekiel Ansah, Kyle Van Noy, Alani Fua, and Daniel Sorensen all have a bye week. Cougars in the CFL. Eight. Austin the Coll- A part gets it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I did not expect the A. Uh, Austin <laughs> Colley and the BC Lions for the second time in two weeks will take on the Calgary Stampede. It'll be tomorrow in the first round of the playoffs uh, at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Tennis. Women's tennis. Toby Mickett lost yesterday in the first round of the USTA Collegiate Clay Court Invitational in Orlando. Today she's playing in the Constellation Bracket. In fact, right now. Cougars in the PGA. We clap. Okay. And, then, and then you have to say it like a golf name. After round two at the World Golf Championships, ah! HSBC Championships in Shanghai, China, Daniel Summerhays is two under in a tie for 47th. And there's a Kragen. And when you're a golf announcer, you whisper. That's what you do. Today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Helping you meet the Cozy Burnett with the head dig. The karma manifested itself in a way we had not seen before. Our Twitter question, what do you expect tonight between BYU and San Jose State? Our elite tweet is this. At Stanton Lissure. I expect the game to play out in my dreams because of the late start and my propensity to fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> Get a nap in. That is faux show. Take a nap. Special thanks to Justin Allegri, Spencer Litton, and everybody on the crew. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Don't forget to use the hashtag BYUSN. The show's on demand on BYUSN.com, audio podcast on iTunes and the TuneIn app. For Jason, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Augustine Ambrosino, BYU Sports Nation, back at it at noon Eastern. We will see you tonight, 1030 Eastern on Countdown to Kickoff.